Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Getting Animated. I'm your host, Destiny, so let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Getting Animated. I'm so happy to be back. I know a lot of you guys saw my post, my iOS press release, just saying I wanted to take some time and refocus and come back with new energy and stuff like that. Um, I was going through some things, I'm not going to lie to you guys, and one of the biggest things is I always want to be open and honest with you guys, and just because it, I feel like it's important to have that honesty and that trust so you know that you know although we're just talking anime and it's not like business I just feel like you guys should know the type of person that I am and um you know I've always dealt with some depression sometimes and anxiety and you know when I have really rough spells it's hard for me to bring myself to do things that I love especially you know watching anime talking to friends things like that so I just wanted to come out and just say you know thank you guys so much for being patient for waiting on me uh some of you guys sent some really sweet sweet things and just you know telling me to take care of myself and that's something that I always want to do is make sure that I'm okay so I can relate the best story to you guys and talk to you guys so now that I'm back and the sad destiny is gone Let's jump right into the anime news. There's been a lot of cool stuff that's been happening since I've been gone. So My Hero Academia, the movie world premiere, comes to Anime Expo. The series' first feature film will be debuting this fall, but it's going to be a special uh, world premiere at Anime Expo. It's going to be the Friday at 12.30. It's going to be lit (laughs) i'm really 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 excited um i'm going to try and fly in that friday if i can't i'm just gonna have to miss it but the japanese voice actor of deku is going to be there as well as the japanese voice actor of melissa shield she's a character in the movie as well as david shield who's also a character in the movie and you're gonna also have the english voice actor of deku and then english adr director so it's gonna be really 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 exciting i feel like this is the anime expo like ta-da because i know anime expo has been dropping a lot of cool stuff and i think last year they world premiered violent evergarden so i think this is like the huge big world premiere thing they have going on this year so i'm really excited hopefully i can fly in on that that day and be able to make it there on time but 12 30 is pretty early so i don't know but if you get to watch it if you're going to anime expo good luck to you i'm going to be asking a lot of people what they think about it and if they saw it uh next on anime news atlas has officially announced the western release of persona 3 dancing moon night and of course persona 5 dancing star night the pair of rhythm games are coming to ps4 and ps vita in the in early 2019 you'll be getting a memorable a memorable soundtrack dancing of course you'll be getting to choose from several difficulty levels as well as i think customizable you get english and japanese voice actors and then of course there's a social part in the game where you can connect with a lot of your friends 
I've been waiting for this game for forever because because after Persona 5, I was wondering what's the next Persona thing that they're going to do. And the fact that it's this dancing game, I'm actually really, really excited. I've seen little clips of it and stuff, so I'm definitely, definitely, definitely looking forward to it. Next, we have Palm Poco will be screening at 600 theaters throughout the United States on Sunday, June 17th. Monday, June 18th, Wednesday, June 20th, and that is part of the Ghibli Film Fest. It is by Isuro Takahara. I think this movie really talks about the environment and the animals, and from what I've seen, it looks like a really cute movie. I haven't seen it. I've just seen, like, little clips and pictures and things. It looks really good. I actually think I'm going to go ahead and see this movie because it looks just adorable it looks interesting and I want to definitely see more of Isahawa's Takahata's movies because they're really really good from the ones that I have seen so it wouldn't hurt to go see it especially if I haven't seen it before speaking of anime in theaters Attack on Titan season 3 premieres in the U.S. along with the season 2 recap movie let me tell you when I saw this I freaked out out so they're going to basically recap season two and then premiere season the episode of season three first episode ever in theaters can you imagine watching attack of titan in theaters i know we talk about watching anime in theaters a lot but can you imagine like that's gonna be so dope but you know what the only funny thing is like i already know it's not going to have action the first episode if it does that would be so crazy but I have a gut feeling that they're gonna do that thing that they do where they give you like a slither like a little taste of something crazy going on and then they're gonna end it I don't feel like they would put a lot of action in the very first episode I mean who knows maybe they might because I think isn't it more about Levi and his whole story I'm not 100% sure but I saw like clips and stuff from the trailer it looks like it's more about Levi so it might give you some action based on Levi but I don't know I don't know I just feel like it might be a little bit different um but that's going to be airing Tuesday July 10th Wednesday July 11th in English dub July 10th was in Japanese and have English subtitles and then you can get um tickets starting June 8th which is today you can find out more about it on Funimation Films dot com backslash attack on titan it's going to have 130 u.s and canadian theaters so oh my goodness that's not a lot of theaters if it's like 130 u.s and 130 canadian that'd be cool but like i feel like 130 collectively that's not a lot but I don't know. I just hope one's in my area. So you want to check the closest one that's in your area. Because if you think about it, compared to the Palm Poco screening, there's 600 theaters throughout the United States that's going to be playing this movie. So it's like, ugh. But once again, I'm going to be watching the season two recap. I'm excited. This is going to be lit. What a great summer uh, for anime, especially. And then last but not least, if you haven't had the chance to watch a classic TV anime adaptation of Riko Ikeda's 70s shoujo manga, The Rose of Versailles, Nozomi Entertainment announced that the looming license expiration for the series, which 
on the company's YouTube channel until June 15th, which in other words, once it's gone, it's gone. You won't be able to buy it. You won't be able to watch it. It's going to be gone. The same applies for Crunchyroll, where you can stream all 40 episodes. They're all going away at midnight on June 30th, so just watch it before it goes away so you don't have to go to pirating website. Watch it now while it's on a legal streaming site. I'm actually been really interested in the older anime i want to see dirty pair which is an anime about two girls i'm assuming fighting crime in space i haven't been able to find the first episode legally so i'm i've been looking for it everywhere but dirty pair is something i really wanted to watch um i'm starting to watch sakura card captor which i don't really think is super old but i want to start getting into like 70s 80s 90s shoujo anime and just because I, I think it's so cool like the animation gives it such a an aesthetic like you like it you know when you see it on anime music videos you see that aesthetic so I just kind of want that same thing but I want to know like oh I remember that from that clip you know whenever I watch anime music videos I always like seeing a clip and knowing exactly when that happened especially with 90s anime like Sailor Moon and stuff whenever I see um anime music videos especially like lo-fi hip-hop ones I just like knowing oh I remember that and just remember the episode and the feeling it gave me and stuff like that so if you haven't watched it definitely Definitely check it out and that's it for anime news let's take a break so this week on topic time i wanted to talk about my hero academia season three so you know last year i spoke about it and i had keanu on the episode with me and although season three isn't over yet, I thought it would be a good time just to kind of recap how I've been feeling about this season, talk to you guys about some crazy theories I have, and just, you know, revel in some My Hero Academia talk. Why not? Yes, this episode is going to contain spoilers, so if you haven't watched My Hero Academia season three, unfortunately, you might have to skip this episode this week. So jumping right into the story, our lovely sweet babies are going on a training course thing through this crazy ass forest. They're all super pumped. They're ready. They're, I think there's other people from other classes there that we've seen during the whole tournament arc that they had, which was dope. But now we're going to see also some other people, some other quirks, I'm assuming. And I'm loving it. My kids are just so grown. Like, they're just out here. They were training with their own pro heroes. So I think this is the time where they were going to finally get to show some of it off. And they definitely did. So as they're going through this whole thing, I already felt like there was going to be a lot of craziness in this forest. Like, despite the fact that they're going to have monsters and things like that, and they're going to train and do all this hardcore, I just felt like there was going to be just something awful is going to happen and lo and behold villains show up they attack our poor babies in this forest when all might isn't there when none of the other teachers are there it's really just a couple of senseis that they have and i'm just like stressed for them and we finally get to meet the girl that everyone's been waiting for himiko toga now himiko has been a favorite of mine before she even arrived because i would see fan art of her and bakugo a lot and they're just so 
good together. Like, when I tell you I'm a huge fan of them being a couple, I live for those two. Bakugo and Himiko, they're both crazy, unnecessarily angry, and they just have their own weird things about them that I could see them being a couple. And if not couple, like a very close brother-sister type of person. But Himiko pops up. We have Kenji, Dabby. You have a whole bunch of villains that you have probably never even seen before, that I haven't seen before, but they're ready, and they came to mess things up. All the villains were like, okay, they think they were having fun, they think they're having peace. There's one scene where Dabby, who is my second favorite villain, he says, they don't even know that their peace is in our hands. Like, what kind of villain stuff is like that is probably the slickest villain thing you could say like what's up like I'm about to mess with their whole lives and basically a group of 10 of them villains run in there and just basically start taking people out messing people up and apparently for whatever reason their ultimate goal is to steal Bakugo I don't know why once again I feel like it's some Naruto this is Sasuke, we're gonna steal him. I'm really hoping that's not, it's not going in that direction for the fact that, you know, I don't want a Naruto repeat. As much as I love Naruto, I would hate to see it be done in a different genre, but my hero is so different from Naruto because I feel like it teaches you a little bit different, like, I feel like it teaches you different things as far as you know, Naruto wants to be Hokage, Deku wants to be a hero, but I feel like Naruto was trying to kind of show you things about being a, a good human being and being a good person, while my hero shows you more about really being a good hero, like showing you that you could have that hero inside you if you wanted to, but not everyone has to have it. And it just kind of, I just feel like there's two different types of stories. You know, if you understand what I'm trying to say. Because, like, with my hero, I can't really tie a lot of what my hero teaches me into the real world. Like, I don't feel like I could take being a hero out in the real world. Like, the way that Deku acts so mercilessly to save everyone around him or save anything around him, I don't have that mercy. Like, I don't have that thrown away for a stranger like Deku has. And although Naruto had the same way, Naruto was kind of, he wasn't really a hero. Like, he really wasn't trying to save you. Like, the only person he really tried to save was Sasuke. And I feel like with Naruto, he just happened to save people on the way. I feel like Deku's more like, I'm going to save you whether you like it or not because I see something in you. Naruto was kind of like, I mean, we passing through and I'm going to just, you know, inspire you a little bit and then leave. And if you love me, you love me. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like they're two different coins. Two different sides of the same coin kind of thing. But basically the villains are coming in. Everyone's getting just fragile. The teachers are trying to alert the kids. Everyone's trying to kind of fend for themselves. And this is actually a really good training. A really good way to train is dealing with real life villains. So... Although it wasn't really meant for them to be there, I feel like the kids were able to train really hard. Um, I just want to say a couple of people that really stood out to me was, of course, my girl, Momo. Okay, so Momo, 
let me tell you something about her. I love her because she's such a dope character. Because, like, she can make anything out of her body or whatever. She's really cool. But I love how they're giving her so much shine. Lately, it's been making me feel really, really good inside. Because Momo, her problem, especially when she was training with um, Todoroki, was just, you know, she didn't have confidence in herself. Like, I feel like she's the most relatable character. Not Don't get me wrong, she's, you know best girl like Aruka and Froppy and everybody else but I just really love her character and I love the fact that she's just so like she's starting to you can watch her growth man you can really watch her growth from the from the episode where she had to work with Todoroki till now my girl is quick on her feet she don't care about nothing she's always thinking ahead of time and I love that about her and she's saved a lot of people and I feel like I just feel like she's so dope she's just so dope I'm also very proud of my girl Eureka because she came through with the knife scene. If you've seen it, you've seen her go ahead and she was just using everything that she learned. Deku, you know, there's not much to talk about Deku. Actually, one thing that I really did like about this part of season three was there was this little boy who hated heroes and it was kind of cliche. I'm not going to lie to you. Season three has been very cliche up to the part where the villains had come. Like, of course, there's this kid whose parents died as being heroes, so then he hates heroes, and then Deku has to change him, whatever. But once the villains come through, all that cliche stuff goes straight out the window, and things just start going left. You don't know what's going on. And I just, you saw Deku kind of take off for a little bit, but then, of course, he gets hurt. Of course, Deku has to end up in the hospital. I want a season. I can't wait for a season where Deku isn't in the hospital because my sweet boy lives in the hospital and they might as well call the hospital Deku, like Deku's home, because there's just so much that goes on. And one of the crazy things that I starting to learn with my hero, and I'm starting to pick up the more serious parts of the show, like for example, Deku's mom asked him, do you have to go to the school? And one of the cool things that I thought about was, okay, like, these people are born with quirks, and a lot of these people go to hero school or whatever, but what happens if you don't want to be your hero or, you know, your mom doesn't want to lose her son? Like, there's just certain things that I feel like you can kind of see, and it kind of puts a little dark twist to the show. Also, you know, Deku has a lot of pressure, and in this in this season, I'm starting to see the pressure hit him like he feels responsible for saving Bakugo which I don't understand but I'll go back to that he feels responsible for saving Bakugo his mom wants him to drop out of hero school because I don't think she wants him to drop out but I feel like she doesn't want him to go anymore by his own choice because it's hurting her she doesn't want to lose him he gets so damaged that the doctor is saying hey if you keep going the way that you are you will not be able to use your arms like Deku has been dealing with so much this season and unfortunately I feel like he's still in that little kid mentality he hasn't really thought about anything as an adult yet It's just like he just wants to do the right thing all the time. But it's like you have to take a step back and kind of think about yourself, homeboy. Like you could lose your arms. You could lose so much. And but then, you know, he also addresses it kind of like, hey, I'm a hero and my body moves before I can think about it. So 
I'm very proud of Deku in this season, but I also wish I could see him grow mentally a little bit because I feel like he hasn't grown mentally. I feel like he's still in that box from when he first met All Might. And going back to why I feel I feel so confused on why Deku wants to save Bakugo so much, and some of you guys were in my DMs telling me it's because you know Deku knows what a real hero is and yada yada yada. Okay, that's great and all, but. You are literally, like, about to give up your arms for this kid. And I'm just like, he hates you. Like, I would have been like, okay, all right. I hear what you're saying, girl. I'm just going to stay here and feel better. And I'm going to let All Might and all the pro heroes save him. And I'll keep him in my prayers. Goodbye. Like, I don't understand for someone who hates me so much. And although you guys are childhood friends, quote unquote, after he bullied you, it just didn't make sense to me why he's willing to risk his livelihood for Bakugo, who would probably never do the same thing for him. But who knows? Maybe he would in a, in a jealous rage. I don't know. I just, season three is doing really, really well, captivating me. And I even tell you guys. So basically, in the end, the kids are all rescued. They're saved. Everything's okay. They stole Bakugo. They actually picked him up. The f- I- <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> the funniest part about season three is when Eureka's <laughs> like, they're trying to steal Bakugo. And they're like, yeah. And he's like, well, she's like, where is he? And they all turn around and literally Bakugo's gone. The bad guys picked up Bakugo like they were picking up their kid from school it was so swift so neat I was just like oh my goodness it was it cracked me up honestly they just picked him up like it was nothing and then they took him back to the warehouse and of course All Might and the police and everybody found them but the last episode till tomorrow's episode we basically the last episode ended where all for one comes out and I'm so ready to meet this guy because he has all the power I want to know all about him I want to know how he beat all might I just want to know everything about one for all I'm so excited he seems like a Madara type of villain when I'm talking about as far as evil evil I feel like he is right there up on the evil scale and I'm really 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 excited to find out his power just from the little clip he stunned everybody and gave them hallucinations of death and he did he just stepped out of the dark so this today's episode because it's really supposed to be for uh tomorrow tomorrow's episode but it comes out on saturdays and i'm posting this on saturday so today's episode i'm really excited to see where this is going how it's gonna end i really feel like all for one is going to come through, steal people's quirks, and I don't even know. I feel like he might even take Bakugo's quirk from him. Because in the trailer for the new episode, Bakugo goes toe-to-toe with him. And I don't think Bakugo understands who he's going against. So I feel like Bakugo might get his quirk removed from one all for one. And I think he, it's going to be a rap. I think Bakugo's gonna change as a person and Deku's gonna probably have to save him or something. Or Deku's gonna have to fight him. I don't know. It could literally it could literally go anyway. So that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you guys want to help me get to Anime Expo, I'll definitely drop the link below. You can follow me on Destiny Senpai 
on Twitter as well as Getting Animated. And you can visit my Instagram, which is Getting Animated. And if you want to find all of my social media links, just visit DestinySenpai.org. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys next week.